1: At Freedom Mortgage, freedom means helping veterans use their homes for better living. Whether that be
2: through refinancing your mortgage, accessing cash through your home's equity, or helping you purchase a new home, making home financing a custom fit. That's freedom. Visit freedommortgage.com forward slash VA to learn more. Freedom Mortgage Corporation, NMLS number 2767, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org, 951 Yamato Road, Boca Raton, Florida, 33431, 800-220-3333, licensed in all 50 states. For complete licensing information, visit www.freedommortgage.com forward slash state dash licensing, equal housing opportunity. At Freedom Mortgage, freedom means helping veterans use their homes for better living. Whether that be through refinancing your mortgage, accessing cash through your home's equity, or helping you purchase a new home, making home financing a custom fit. That's freedom. Visit freedommortgage.com forward slash VA to learn more. Freedom Mortgage Corporation. NMLS number 2767. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. 951 Yamato Road, Boca Raton, Florida. 33431. 800-220-3333. Licensed in all 50 states. For complete licensing information, visit www.freedommortgage.com forward slash state dash licensing. Equal housing opportunity.
0: What's up, everybody? It's your boy, B. Scott, with the Philadelphia Eagles. I just want to thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and leave a
2: five-star rating. Fly, Eagles, fly.
0: This is a Brawl Network production. We're talking about practice, man. You're listening to Philly Sports with Giovanni.
3: It felt really good to prove to everybody, but not only that, prove to ourselves that we, we had great potential. And through the year, we just kept passing tests and passing tests. And eventually, we were the team to beat. Here's the man, the myth, the legend,
0: Giovanni Hamilton.
4: Welcome back to Philly Sports with Giovanni, it's your host Giovanni, and it's a special episode today, I have the Blue Meanie.
3: (laughs) How you doing my friend?
4: I'm doing pretty good, how are you?
3: Good, like I was saying uh, pre-show, I did my hair green just for you, I threw in my uh, Jerome Brown jersey, and I'm sure you got one of these too, I got my uh, Super Bowl ring.
4: Yeah, I got that one too.
3: <laughs> I saw a Jerome Brown one. I almost bought, but uh, I don't think they had my size because I got big, fat baby hands. So. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right, let's let's dive into this game, man. It was it was scary at the beginning. It was it, it was kind of nerve wracking at first, but then at the end, it got it got better. It seemed <laughs> like well, Carson Wentz. Uh, ran for 40 yards. Um, that's what kick started everything. And, you know, I, I think, I think that's what kick started everything. What's your opinion?
3: I think, uh, Carson's a really good quarterback and, uh, the Eagles really have not done enough to protect him, really. Um, uh, but I will say this, um, it seems – I don't know if you ever saw the movie Groundhog Day, but it seems like last season and this season are mirror seasons. Yeah. Uh, la- last season, Carson, Carson didn't play one snap in the preseason. This season, there was no preseason. So, uh, you know, Carson started a little slow last season, you know, had had a little bit of rust because he didn't play in any preseason games. Yeah. And now, with uh, no preseason at all and no OTAs and all that stuff – I think everything is just a little bit rusty, and it's just like uh, our friends who uh, are boxers, and they say it takes them one good shot in the mouth before they can find themselves comfortable enough in the fight to get into a groove, and I think that's what happened with the Eagles. Uh, I think they come out a little bit cold. They might have still have a little bit of rust, but I think it takes them getting hit a couple times, and then they find their groove, and I think uh, Carson's been uh, really good with... Freelancing a lot of his uh, playing and just playing on the fly, and uh, like my buddy Ike Reese says, he you know let the Bronco buck. <laughs> so yeah, uh, they, they get all, they always seem to get off to a, a slow start. I wish they would play like like two uh, quarters in the parking lot or something just to get warmed up <laughs> yeah. and then go into the game. But uh, yeah, it, it just takes them a little while to get warmed up, and uh, yeah, that seems to be the trend. But they're, they be they're trending in the right way.
4: Yeah, I think I think after this Thursday night game that uh after after we hopefully win this game, we'll get into a groove and we'll start winning more games. Uh I'm excited for the Giants game. I think I think it's gonna be a win. And I'm I'm excited to see Travis Fulgham. That guy, he is the next GOAT. He is going to be an awesome dude. What are your
3: thoughts on Travis Fulgham? I think when it comes to Travis Fulgham, uh sometimes you have to, uh, there's a saying, <clears throat> excuse me. Sometimes you have to uh, experience the sour to, to taste uh, appreciate the sweet. Mm-hmm. Now, right now, uh, we're tasting the sour with all the injuries. Deshaun's down, Alshon's down. But here comes this diamond in the rough, this uh, Travis Fulgum. I mean, where'd he come from? You know, you know, God God blessed the two teams who, who let him go and let him let us find him because I think uh, him and Carson are finding some kind of finding some uh, uh, chemistry. Yeah. They're finding the chem- chemistry, and he goes up for the ball. He catches with his hands. He doesn't let it hit his body. He's got great hands, and uh, that catch he did in between two defenders was amazing. And then you know, between Carson breaking free and getting the ball to him, and him being fearless with two. Uh, defenders right there. He went right up and got him and didn't even blink. So uh I think uh just like last year with Ward Jr. and Boston Scott, I think we found a, another good wide receiver, another young player that uh I mean they haven't been drafted too well, but uh I th- I think th- you know they found something special with him and then now with uh hopefully Reger coming back soon, you have a good squad there with uh, Ward, you have uh Fulgham, Austin Scott, Miles Sanders. Uh, now if we could just, you know, get somebody in there to help on uh, defense or get another offensive line. My, my lot has been playing really good. Yep. He stepped up. Uh, yep. I think they're a couple pieces away from – they have to get away from some of the older players. Yep. And get a guy a guy like Travis Fulgham and give them opportunities. Those guys, those guys are hungry. So.
4: Yep. I think I think we gotta we gotta run with the new guys, run run with the rookies. Um, I I think that'll do a lot of good. And I just want to say, if we win this Thursday night game, we take top of our division. Yeah. 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 And yeah. That I I think I think we're gonna take top of our division and we're gonna hold it. We're gonna stay there
3: it it's a, it's a double edged sword here because you want to do well but you don't want to be the best of the worst <laughs> you know what i'm saying
1: yeah.
3: oh, we're the best of the worst division you know so yeah. we're the we're the best of the stinkers uh but hey you know i want the team to win i want them to all you have to do is get in the door of the playoffs and then anything can happen from there and all you have to do is win this crummy division uh but i think they could beat the giants um I, I was I like the I, I like the Eagles chances this coming into this season because you know our three divisional rivals all have new coaches um and new systems and stuff like that where we've had Doug for the last couple of years who you know the the players respect and uh you know work hard for yeah. and uh Doug you know always goes to bat for his players he doesn't throw anybody under the bus and stuff like that but uh, yeah man I think they're definitely going to win uh against the Giants and uh, I think they go on a nice little run there, and it, it, they, it, you're you're seeing sparks of them getting into motion. It's just they fall a little bit short right at the last second, you know.
4: Yeah. Uh, which, you know they they've been they've been falling short just a little bit for the past few games, and I I think that uh, they're gonna overcome that in this game. So moving on from football, I wanna know a little bit about you. Oh, uh, okay, how did, how
3: did you get into wrestling? Uh, uh I got into wrestling. Um I always I, I was I was about eight years old and um I had a friend named Sean
4: mm-hmm.
3: and uh, I went over to his house. I was like, Hey Sean, you wanna come over to my house and watch the Phillies game? He goes, <laughs> I, he goes I can't. I'm watching wrestling. I go what's wrestling. So I went over his house and watched wrestling and I was hooked ever since. Uh, and it's, uh, pro, uh, pro wrestling, uh, being a wrestler is something I've always wanted to be, always wanted to do. And, uh, a lot of people were like, Oh, that's cute. Because, uh, growing up, I was a severe asthmatic and, uh, I spent a lot of my childhood in the hospital, uh, in and out like every fall and every spring. And, uh, you know, because I couldn't breathe. So, Uh, telling people growing up I wanted to be a wrestler, they thought I was crazy. So um, eventually I I found the right doctors and they got my lungs in in working condition. And uh, after high school, I started saving up my money. And I went to uh, work and I put all my money away for wrestling tuition. And then once I got wrestling tuition, I got saved all my money and started saving for living expenses. And then uh, in 1994... I drove to Lima, Ohio and uh started my career uh training with Al Snow from the WWE. Well, he wasn't in WWE yet, but he was finding his way and he he was my big brother. He helped train me uh to become a pro- professional wrestler. That, that's
4: really cool. Um yeah. What is your favorite wrestling move?
3: Well, uh <laughs> my favorite wrestling move, I have a couple uh Specialty maneuvers. My one, my my finishing maneuver is a. It's called the meanie salt. I it's it's a moonsault, but I call it the meanie salt, which is basically a backflip off the top rope onto my opponent, and I pin them one two three. <laughs> and now, if I can't get to that move, I usually like to do a, a move called the DDT, which I uh, stole from Jake the Snake Roberts. <laughs> but uh, I I could do the DDT and then set up for the meanie salt, and then. Yeah, I of it. You know, growing up, that that's a move I always wanted to do. Uh, guys like Bam Bam Bigelow used to do that move, and they were big guys, and I'm a big guy, so I was like, oh, I gotta do that move. <laughs> and that move uh, got me noticed for uh, ECW when I started started my career.
4: That that's really cool. Uh, I I really like watching wrestling, and especially the the old matches, because there is a ton of there, there's still action in the new matches, but there was like a lot of action in the old matches.
3: And it's really cool that you got to wrestle. Dude, you're, 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 uh, you're a, a kid after my heart talking about the old time wrestling because that's what I grew up on. Uh, I started watching uh, wrestling in 1982. And uh, all through high school, all through grade school, all through high school, I was the wrestling nerd. Uh, in my high in my yearbook people were like good luck in WWE cuz i knew i was crazy about wrestling and then uh once i got into wrestling a lot of my friends from high school were like i know that guy so it's like um it was kind of cool to you know get to, to live a dream and stuff like that and um get into wrestling i still do it but uh not as much uh it, it still hurts so <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: Um, who, who was your favorite wrestler and who inspired you to wrestle? Oh my, dude, that's, I I draw inspiration from everywhere. Uh, there's so many great wrestlers when I was growing up. My, my first, my first world champion was Bob Backlund. You know, when I first started watching, he was the world champion, but then you grow up and then I started liking Tito Santana, Superfly Jimmy Snuka. Uh, I was in high school and there, you see Brett, the Hitman Hart, the great Muda and great Muda is another guy who inspired me to do the backflip off the top rope. Um, so as far as inspiration, definitely, uh, great Muda was an inspiration to do the backflip off the top rope and, uh, uh, Bam Bam Bigelow, uh, because he was such a big guy and he was so agile. he, He, he was six, six, almost 400 pounds, but he moved like a cat. You know, he was just so quick. And I was like, I'm never going to win a bodybuilding competition. So I got to find my niche in the world of wrestling. And uh, I, I, I tried, I borrowed a lot from Bam Bam from uh, Bam Bam Bigelow.
4: Yeah. Uh, I know you, you just mentioned uh, Brett the Hitman Heart. I love him. He's, he's such an awesome wrestler. Uh, he's like. He, he's my dad's favorite. He's so awesome.
3: When did you start watching wrestling? Or, or like, uh, what, what was your first match? Did you ever saw?
4: I started watching WWE in I think when I was two, and and I first fell in love with John Cena, and I loved I loved John Cena and Shawn Michaels. It was one of my two favorites.
3: That's awesome. Shawn Michaels is great. Um, wasn't at WWE. Uh, I got to share a locker room with him, and uh, nicest guy. I got to share a uh, locker room with uh, Brett Hart as well. Super nice guys. Really nice. Super uh, professional, and uh, you know they've inspired so many different people as well.
5: In South Dakota, we're looking forward to exploring new roads and wide open spaces. When you're ready to travel go great places learn more at travelsouthdakota.com
1: your ac works overtime all summer so be sure to replace your old air filters with new filtry air filters they recommend updating hvac filters at least every 3 months all year round so order your filtry air filters today at filtry.com let's clear the air that's
4: that's awesome i uh, i can't even imagine being able to share a locker room with those two people i i
3: would literally freak out well i'm still a fan too so i'm kind of freaking out myself you know i was trying to keep it cool trying to look not look like a fanboy, but inside i'm like oh my god you know but uh they were cool they were very cordial uh i've known john cena forever too um i knew him before he went to the wwe and he's the same guy back the same guy now that he was back then he never let anything any success change him or give him an ego or stuff like that. So he's, he's, he's a, he's a definitely good role model in the ring and, and in real life.
4: That's, that's awesome because I know, I know a lot of um, people, if when, when they get big, it goes straight to their head and they get a big ego and to hear that he didn't have an ego and he still doesn't. That's, that's awesome.
3: Yeah, man. He's a great dude.
4: Yeah. Um, all right. So, Mini, if you have time, I want to
3: start. I have, all the time in, I have all the time in the world for you, buddy.
4: All right. So, I want to start a new segment. Every week, I want to do uh, Q&As with all my friends on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, so, my mom is going to ask us the questions, and this segment is going to be called uh, Q&As with Giovanni, and, yeah, let's get into the questions.
5: Awesome. All right. Uh, First question is from Nathan on Instagram. He wants to know your all-time favorite NFL player.
4: Ooh, Brian Dawkins because he just brings so much energy.
3: Yeah, man. Uh, I would go with – well, I don't want to be a copycat. I would say Brian Dawkins, but the man whose jersey I'm wearing right now, Mr. Jerome Brown. Uh, Jerome Brown. uh, And the cool thing about Jerome Brown is we won the Super Bowl on his birthday. So we, the battle cry used to be back in the 90s, the battle cry was bring it home for Jerome. Uh, So we literally brought it home from Jerome when uh, we won the Super Bowl. So I'll say Jerome Brown.
4: Yeah.
5: All right. Okay. Uh, Next is from Ben on Instagram. Um, If you could have any player in the NFL play for the Eagles, who would it be?
4: Ooh. A lot of people are going to hate this answer but I'm going to say Saquon Barkley because get Miles Sanders and Saquon Barkley together and have both the Penn State boys together that would be such an awesome thing to experience and I think we could use 21 personnel with them uh, I think it'll be I, I think it would be an awesome thing to do
3: and they could be a, they could be like a, and since I'm a wrestler they could be a good tag team. <laughs> I would have to say um, I'm going to take liberties and say from any generation I would love to have Larry uh, Fitz Fitzpa- uh, Fitzgerald or Fitzpatrick on, on the uh, Eagles. There, there's two guys on that team. One's Fitzgerald, one's Fitzpatrick. I, I get a little confused. But Larry, uh, you know, Larry from the Cardinals. Man, he would be a talk about a timeless guy who's been playing all these years and he hasn't slowed down one bit. And I wanted the Eagles to go after him back in the day and uh, they never went for him. So I, w- I wish, I wish he was on the Eagles. He, he would be like an all time great receiver. Cause we've, I mean, we haven't had a all time receiver in, in, a, in a while. I mean, you know, since like the Mike quick days and stuff like that, where you could go, Oh, that's our receiver. You know, we had Deshaun and then they traded him away, but you know, yeah, I'll have to go with Larry.
4: That's that's a good answer.
5: Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> okay, this one is specifically for the Blue Meanie right. from Mora on Facebook. She wants to know, when it comes to tackling, what types of wrestling techniques have you seen in the NFL? And should those types of hits be allowed in the NFL?
3: Uh, most famously, uh, well, there's two. Uh, football tackles I've seen in pro wrestling. uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan used to do the three-point stance, where he would get down like he was on the the line and run up and do a big tackle. And more famously, Goldberg did the uh, the spear because Goldberg used to play for the Atlanta Falcons, and he brought the the spear over from the NFL into pro wrestling. So, uh, they're 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 safe hits. So I I would say they're allowed. Uh, the wrestling, uh, the clothesline and professional wrestling that we use in wrestling was banned by the NFL. A lot yeah. of people don't know that, but yeah, back in the day, it used to be allowed, but too many guys were getting knocked out. So they banned the clothesline in, uh, football, but we could still use it in pro wrestling.
4: Yeah. Uh, I think in Super Bowl 52, I think Malcolm Jenkins did a, did a power bomb on, on someone. I remember that.
3: He, yeah, the guy went to the guy was trying to show off and do a leapfrog, another wrestling move over him, and he said "uh-uh," and gave him a little power bomb. And yeah. then all the, the memes after that was people you know, would Photoshop in a table of him putting him through a table, <laughs> and stuff like that. And the Dudley boys uh, from WWE got in on that, you know, saying they were they were he was, he was stealing their move. So, <laughs> yeah, man, that was so cool.
4: Yeah.
5: Okay, next one is from Will on Facebook. He wants to know your all-time favorite wrestling match.
4: Ooh! All right, I I thought about this one. I think it's I think it's the one with uh, McFoley and the Undertaker, the Hell in a Cell.
3: Oh wow! Yeah, that was a, that was a crazy one, man. Yeah. Uh, McFoley got tossed off the side and then got choke slammed off there later. Yeah. So that's the one for you?
4: Yep. That's
3: your final answer. Uh for me, uh I'm going to go all the way back to WrestleMania 3. Uh if you got the WWE network, you can watch this. It's uh Randy Savage versus Ricky Steamboat from WrestleMania 3. Spoiler alert, uh Ricky Steamboat wins the Intercontinental Championship. Uh when I was a kid, uh before pay-per-view and you can watch wrestling in your house, we would have to go to a closed circuit location. You would buy an actual ticket and go to a theater and watch it on the big screen. Really? Yeah. And uh, me and my grandfather went to the first three WrestleManias uh, at Resorts Casino in Atlantic City. And then WrestleMania four and five went to Atlantic City. I went to both of those. But um, I saw Randy Savage, Ricky Steamboat at Resorts Casino on the big screen. And they broadcast it from Michigan. But it was just like being in the, at the show because there's all these other people in the theater and they're jumping and yelling and you know cheering. But uh, the the storyline with that whole match of uh, you know Ricky Steamboat coming back from an injury caused by Randy Savage and him finally getting his revenge, uh, I shed a man tear for him. So well, I was, I was a kid, so it was a kid tear. But you know. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Okay, uh, next we have Ben on Facebook wants to know if you played in the NFL, what position would you play?
4: Ooh, I, I think cornerback because I, wanna, I, I like how you get to chase out the wide receivers and you get to have a chance at a turnover.
3: Uh, I'm going to defer to how I make myself in uh, Madden football on uh on playstation probably a middle linebacker uh you know i would love to you know be a middle linebacker break through the line and get a sack on the uh the old quarterback there or or, you know stuff a run you know stuff like i'm i've always been a big fan of uh defensive players and uh it wasn't until the 2000 until our super bowl team to actually bought an offensive players jersey i've always worn defensive players so i got a I got Alshon's jersey and I got Zach Ertz jersey. I got I got Wentz too. So that I, I broke my own rule and got offensive players. But my, <laughs> I'm a big fan of defense. So probably a middle linebacker. Yeah, I like the
4: defense too. I actually I know a lot about the offense. So
3: now I'm trying to learn about the defense. That's cool, man. Yeah, Philly's always been a big defensive town. You know yeah. Buddy Ryan and you know, Jim Johnson and stuff like that. I don't know what Schwartz is doing now. He was looking good for a second there, but eh. (laughs) hopefully he turns it around.
5: Yeah. Okay. And then we have, um, Amy on Facebook. Would you give Ertz a new deal and why?
4: Of course I would give Ertz a new deal. And the reason why is because he is a top three tight end. I don't know what the Eagles are doing with that. Um, he he hasn't performed very good this year, but that's because people are so worried about Ertz that they're double covering him, and he hasn't really gotten a shot at the ball.
3: You bring up a very good point that he's a top three uh, tight end and guys are always double teaming him. But there's been a lot of plays where people, uh, you know, fouled Ertz and it never got called. Like uh, there was one interception uh, – Couple games ago, and Ertz was about to run his round. Some a dude bumped him and he couldn't get it, and the guy made an interception. I'm like, why wasn't there a flag called? But uh, I'm gonna just say, I'm gonna, yeah, A, to answer the question, yeah, I would give Ertz a new deal, make it so he uh spends the rest of his career as an eagle. Uh, hey. but also, um, it's a bad year, just 2020 all around has just been a bad year. Uh, uh you can't. You, you, For whatever happens in the season, just put an asterisk next to it and just say, Oh, what happened that year? It's 2020. And people go, I understand. Say no more. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I mean, everybody has a a bad year. You know, it's one bad year does not make the player. And Zach Ertz is a great player. Yeah,
4: Zach Ertz is
3: the best. I agree.
5: Okay, we got one more. Um, This is from Philly Burner account on Twitter. <laughs>
4: That's
3: be a good one.
5: <laughs> he wants to know your thoughts on Wentz and Kelsey being the only healthy starters on our offense.
4: <laughs> it's crazy, man. You know, there's there's always a lot of injuries in Philly, but this is crazy. I can't believe that there's only two offensive starters right now.
3: It's it's like uh it's it's Kelsey, it's Wentz and a, a bunch of uh creative players on Madden just playing on the on the field. It's just <laughs> I, I, you know, look, I just I'm forty seven. I've been watching football since I was like I was a kid and just I can't recall a season like these last two seasons with the amount of injuries that they've had. It's unreal. Um that said, again, chalk it up to twenty twenty. Uh oh, what happened that year? Twenty twenty. Up. Uh, Forget it. I got it. You know, yeah. but uh, but th- 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 that being said, Kelsey and Wentz being the only two uh, healthy starters, and the fact that they almost beat the Baltimore Ravens, and they almost beat you know the Steelers. You know, uh, if Nick Gary could have just stop that one, <laughs> that one touchdown. Uh, yeah. The fact that they played so well with uh, amount of injuries and and everything that's going on, it just speaks to the character of this team and the coaches, the coaches are, it's basically, uh, the walking wounded out there. So, I mean, the fact that they're, they're still in these games late, it just speaks volumes to the coaching and the, uh, the will of the players. But, uh, yeah, like I said, I think the next three games, they're going to get off into a a role. Uh, I'm going to root for them no matter what, you know, um, I've been through a lot of good and a lot of bad seasons, uh, So I, I've seen them do some crazy stuff and have good runs. So it just just takes one good big play to, to, to spark a, a run. Like you know Brian Westbrook, you know doing the the running back that touchdown at the Meadowlands and that sparked the a run to the playoffs that year against the Giants, no less. So uh, it just takes one 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 good play to you know spark the team. And I think they'll be all right, even injuries and everything.
4: Yeah, I think what what a lot of people don't understand is that we our division is so bad that we still have a chance at this this the playoffs. And I think if we get started now and we get to the top of our division, I think it'll change change the guys uh mojo and make, make them play super good and we have a chance at the Super Bowl.
3: I w- I would love <laughs> if we won the worst division ever and, and, so- and made a run and won the Super Bowl just to annoy the living, lo- annoy every single football fan in the world who are like, oh, our team's you know ten and one or whatever the record is. <laughs> it annoy everybody else. I would I would laugh so hard. I would belly laugh. But uh, yeah, that would be great. You know, I mean, you don't want to be the best or the worst. But if they went on a run and won the Super Bowl with a horrible record, I would I would just die from laughter. That
4: would be so funny. <laughs> all we, right, we
3: should start that that hashtag. Let's annoy the NFL or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, Meenie. Thanks for
4: being on, man. Uh, it means
3: a lot. Um, oh, dude. Yeah, I mean, look. If- if you, you're giving me the uh, the the wrap up sign, but uh, I, I you're giving me the book. Uh, but I gotta say, man, uh, before I get off here, uh, I'm a big fan of you, Giovanni. Uh, you're a very special kid. Um, I follow everything that gets posted on your your Twitter and uh, everything you've been through the surgeries and all that stuff. And uh, you always have a smile on your face. You know, uh, growing up as a kid, I knew kids when I was ten years old, and they were grumpy old men when they were ten. And you're 13, and you've been through more stuff than most adults have, and you never complain. So I, I want to say here and sit here and say, uh, with everything that's bad in you know 2020, you're the bright spot. Uh, you, uh, you you make me happy. You're an inspiration. And uh, anytime I go, I feel like I'm having a bad day. I'm like, well, Giovanni's smiling, so I got to smile too. So. <laughs> Mrs. Meanie says you have some sweet kicks too, some sweet sneakers. Yeah, Mrs. Meany's a big fan of your sneakers, uh, your sneaker game. She's big into the like the sneakers, so Mrs. Meanie's a fan too. So, uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of yours. Uh, keep doing what you're doing, man. I love you to the death, um, and uh, there, I can't praise you enough. Oh, thank you. Uh, where can where can everyone find your podcast? What's your
4: podcast?
3: Uh, my podcast, uh, which is right behind me, Mind of the Meanie. Uh, you can find it wherever you, uh, download podcasts. It also, it drops every Monday at 6 a.m. Uh, if you're not, not family friendly, it's not family friendly. <laughs> 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 As Mrs. Meanie just reiterated, uh, get earmuffs, you know, just, you know, <laughs> so, uh, uh Oh, also, if you're not technically inclined to download a podcast, we dropped the episode on YouTube, so you can put it up on YouTube. Uh, we just did episode 30. Yeah, uh, you know, go to uh, mindofthemini.com. You can follow follow my podcast at Meanie on Twitter. You can follow myself, uh, the Blue Mini at Blue Mini on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to support the Mini, go to ProSlingTees.com slash Blue Mini, and you get all my uh, fine uh, Blue Mini wares.
4: All right. Thank you for being on,
3: man. Oh, thanks for having me, man. Hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully we get a win this Thursday and I'll give you a virtual uh, fist pump through Twitter. Yeah.
4: Go birds. Go birds,
3: my friend.
0: For the ones who get going when the going gets tough and the ones who know we're tougher together. For the Pathfinders breaking new ground, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you, so you can always depend on us. Call, ClickRanger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
1: Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months, all year round. So order your filtry air filters today at filtry.com. Let's clear the air.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts.